horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Roads Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you with us for another episode of Trip Talk. I hold in my hand the summer 2020 issue of American Road. Beautiful issue, as always. The theme this time, wide open spaces, revisiting the wild frontier. Today, I'd say we're going to go semi-wild. We're going to travel to Island County in the state of Washington and to gorgeous Camano Island. It's becoming a very famous destination for everything from crabbing to exploring the water north of Seattle in Puget Sound and becoming cozy with people who have learned how to escape the urban madness and get cozy. Such a gentleman is, in my estimation, one of the great goodwill ambassadors, no matter where he finds himself. I think it's in his DNA. Siegfried Hess, Sig to his friends, retired from the Boeing Company in early 2018 after 38 years of service. He and his lovely wife, Marjorie, wanted to move closer to their two grandchildren and extended family. They wanted to be near the water and the natural beauty of the North Sound. They found a beautiful new home on Kameno Island. And so to help us explore that beautiful part of the Pacific Northwest, we have Sig Hess. Sig, it's so good to have you on the show with us. Oh, it's great to be with you, Gary. How are you today? I am doing very well, and at the same time, I am envious of you, sir, because I lived for over 20 years in Puget Sound, in and around Seattle, and I have to confess that I never made the trip north to Kameno Island. Shame on me, but I definitely will do my penance when I get there and offer my my best regards to the gods of nature, because everybody I talk to who has been to Kameno Island, certainly you're no exception, raves about the gorgeousness of it, the friendliness of the people, and the relaxed atmosphere. So after 38 years of service working for Boeing, you and Marjorie decided that's where you were going to go. That place is where you picked to retire. How did Kameno Island happen for you two? Oh, how that got on my radar was my son first moved up to Arlington, Washington, and uh, he was uh, busy in business up here, and he would uh, call me from, uh, I was at work at Boeing at the time in my cubicle and uh, looking at the walls, of course, uh, doing my job, and he would call me and say, Dad, you got to come up here. I said, where are you at? He says, oh, the most beautiful God's country. Uh, it's just gorgeous. The mountains are out, the, the, you know, the nature is everywhere. I'm like, what the heck? I can't just up and leave. I said, I'm going to retire one day, but okay, I'm going to come up there and take a look uh, around. And so he he kept kind of edging me on. And and of course, our grandkids are living up in the Arlington area up north. Uh, We were at the time down south uh, near my job, uh, near Boeing Company. And so I was very much uh, torn. I didn't know what I should do. Should I retire and go? And then things started changing. And I uh, got into the mode of, well, perhaps this is a possibility. And that's how it all came to pass that uh, we started looking at least up here in the northern part of Puget Sound. Sig, when you got there, I know Marjorie, she was champing at the bit. She definitely wanted to go there. Your family was awaiting your arrival. 
And there you go. You didn't know much about Camino Island. I know no. practically nothing. That's one of the reasons why I'm relying on, relying on you for the inside scoop here. But when you discovered, actually found Camino Island, was it a shock? Was it a sense of relief? Was it a matter of wondering, am I going to be able to handle this much quiet? What was it like when you made that's that transition right. exactly. from the, the commute exactly to get to right. Boeing and all being around Seattle and the suburbs, and all of a sudden you're in Island County? Yes, I mean, Island County to me is foreign. The only time I come up, uh, Island County was going to the San Juans, and I knew how out that was, so I didn't know. And I thought, well, that's just too far north. I won't be able to to uh, have my normal life. You know, I'm used to having everything near me, and uh, I don't know how that's going to really play, because I'm not, uh, I wasn't really a country. I was more into the uh, uh, Seattle and south of Seattle setting. So that was more of my lifestyle. And to, I came up here with Marjorie, and we looked around the very first time. And I said, you know, I just think it's too far away to come way up here. And uh, so we looked at the beauty, but it wasn't quite it wasn't working yet and I, the, more, the more I thought about it the more it started to sink in um, I kept looking at homes up here and uh, that's when I found the house and a gorgeous one it is I've seen the pictures with a beautiful view of the water oh. it's just stunning oh. we Yes, it is. Uh, we are up on a hill, and we look out, and we didn't know it at the time when we bought the house because it was uh, in November, but uh, it was a little cloudy and all and rainy. But we looked out over, and, and we our first sunny day, we looked out. There's uh, Mount Baker. We see Mount Baker. We have a beautiful view of Mount Baker and the surrounding foothills all the way out to Anacortes and the Saratoga Passage and down south also with the brilliant sunsets. So I was, I was just in awe. Really, the first time in this house, um, I just looked everywhere and I said, this is going to be home. This is home. It felt like home. I love that. And of course, some people would just love to go up there for a visit. I'm one of them. And it doesn't mean they'll be knocking on your door, but they sure want to see what it has to offer that it would attract a couple going into retirement, planning, saving, managing your money. And you're well known for doing that and being something of an amateur financial planner and advisor for those who have come to rely on your wisdom. So when all of that happens, one thing that I found interesting, Sig, is that you are getting away to Island County, to Camino Island, but there are any number of people in and around Seattle will say, well, getting away is one thing. It feels like Sig and Margie have gone away. So maybe you don't get the visitors you thought you'd be getting because people go, oh, that's such a daunting snarl of traffic to try and get through Seattle. And then you got to get past Everett to have a shot at Camino Island. Right. That is correct. Yeah, to come up here from the south is a little daunting. You're absolutely right, because if you're coming far south, you've got Olympia, the capital. Then, of course, you're coming through Tacoma. Tacoma is a, is a gnarly traffic situation. And then beyond that is, of course, Seattle, which is a major traffic. But even beyond that is Everett. So then in Everett, you, have, you also have uh, large amounts of traffic. And so, yes, to get up here to this, this area... Uh, uh, it can be 
getting through all those cities uh, can be quite challenging at times. Now, now during the early part of the week or midweek, not maybe as much, but you get toward the weekend, uh, it's a serious traffic issues to get up. It will add, definitely add to your, uh, to your time on the road. And yet we do not wish to discourage anyone because when you get past the traffic, you will be rewarded. All of your senses will be rewarded by this island. Kameno Island has a total area just a skosh under 40 square miles, making it one of the largest in the state of Washington. The population, call it 17,000. So those are the people who live there. But of course, there are many, many more who have come to discover it as a destination. Great place for a staycation, for example. And now we turn to Sig Hess as Goodwill Ambassador. <laughs> Siegfried Hess, when you are there and you meet people and they say, so what's going on around this town? It's kind of sleepy, but it sure is relaxing. What is there to do around there? First thing I would point to is that giant sign of the crab inviting you to come out of your shell. Well, that is right. We have the best crabbing uh, that I've ever seen. I mean, I've... Uh been out on the boat every year since I moved here, and we go out crabbing, uh, and we get our limits, and these are big uh, Dungeness crab, and when you come back home and you cook them up, and I mean, they're so tasty. They're, they're sweet. Almost. They have a sweet taste to them. They're just in a magnificent uh, part of this area, and I didn't realize at the time we moved here, I didn't know all the details about what Camino has to offer, but I got in on that and started doing this crabbing, and is tremendous uh, joy, and and all of course the family is very happy. Family and friends, they all love to come up and have a crab feed, and and so between the time of um, uh, the Fourth of July and Labor Day, that is our prime crabbing season. There's also a winter season, but the prime one is in the summertime, and it's just a, a really beautiful uh, way to spend time. And that's just one of the things we do here. Crabbing is one. There's also oyster Oysters. There's oyster farms, fresh oysters we get. Um, of course, there's some fishing uh, and wildlife. Uh, there's a lot of going out and just walking beaches here, the beautiful beaches and looking at the wildlife. We have areas like Iverson Spit. It's a waterfront uh, preserve. We have Elder Bay. We have the English Boom Trail, which has just been magnificent. I was on the English Boom Trail. Uh, very uh, easy to access. And then we have Cama Beach State Park, which offers uh, cabins. And uh, so there's a lot of daily activities, hiking, nature trails. So there, there's a lot to offer from that, uh, from that point of view. I'm glad that you mentioned that, Sig, because Cama Beach State Park and Camano Island State Park are prominent and people find those destinations unto themselves. You mentioned hiking. If you're looking for a, a hike, it's not just one or two trails. There are several, and they are variegated so that you could make two- or three-day trip to Kameno Island, get a lot of exercise, and see some gorgeous scenery not that far from where you live if you are a Puget Sounder, north or south. That's correct. Very much so, yes. And, of course, because we're easily accessible, uh, you don't have to take a ferry here. You can just drive onto the island. And once you're here, uh, we have very, you know, north or south, we have a lot to offer on either side. 
Is there a village atmosphere to Kameno Island? You hear Kameno Island. What I found out some years ago, much to my surprise, Sig, is that I never would have believed this. But remember the old Ma and Pa Kettle movies? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes, where they, that's where they yeah. were set. I thought, well, I thought they were Appalachian hillbillies. What's going on here? Maybe the Ozarks, but Kameno Island, Washington. And then when they went into town, this is back in the 1950s, they're driving to Seattle. That that just blew my mind when I was watching that on late night TV. And of course, it's nothing like that now. And yet, in a way, the spirit remains because there is a wildness to Kameno Island. Everybody tells me that. And I'm curious to know if, in addition to that, all that natural beauty, is there a sense of community with a village atmosphere? Because I think that's what the advertising tends to promote. But I wonder what it's like living in the midst of that. Well, I, I will tell you that that is one of the things that I that Marjorie and I both have uh, been witnessing and been part of is that the neighborhoods, the people that you you're on the road walking the dog, they all pull aside, they they make sure they give you plenty of room to walk, they wave. Um, you know, if you need any neighbors, I've gone to many and asked for some help with doing some projects, and then they're, they're very kind, they're very outgoing and very helpful. Uh, just a real, like you said, sense of community. Uh, you go into town, people are very friendly. There's uh, different parts of the uh, Camino Island. There's these small little stores. And, um, you know, there's really down-home people. They all know each I mean, in the morning, I'll get up early and maybe go for a drive, and I'll see at the little corner store up here by our house, there's like six guys sitting out there chewing the fat and drinking coffee and, and doing whatever. We have people walking by in groups. They're like, they, they go up neighbor to neighbor and they just get together and they go walking together and I've been asked to do that also I haven't really partaken of that because I've my own schedule is a little different but you you're welcome to do that too and so we've found that to be very uh, very nice and we have just really good neighbors does Kameno Island have specific festivals? Anybody that's been to Seattle in summertime knows how big Seafair is, so we wouldn't be looking for something on that scale. But it seems like communities all around Puget Sound, all around Washington State, really, have certain times of the year when they have something important to celebrate. Well, we do. And on uh, Mother's Day, we have the Mother's Day has been now with COVID. It's a little different. But on Mother's Day, we had a terrific like five day arts and art show. And, and the, these are local artists. This Camino Island is known uh, and by many, many artists. And that's people from watercolors to sculpture to oil painting to you name it. There's artists for it, stained glass. And what they do is they open their homes. And the first uh, year that we were here, Margie and I, I went through that and they have a little booklet that comes out and then you can go to these artists homes and look at all their beautiful artwork and purchase things if you like uh, that's all part of the art uh, festival and then down at a place called Terry's Corner which is as you come onto the island it's kind of a central little area there there's some stores there's a bakery there's a roaster coffee roaster uh, so those, those types of small businesses um, you go in there and and uh, there's all kinds of arts uh, uh, things going on there too, and farmers markets. So we do have that as as part of the community. But that uh, Mother's Day art show is one of the one of the big. But 
in addition, this before COVID, we had um, also jazz concerts at the community center, and a lot of local entertainment was going on uh, there too. So, you know, that's lots of things. that has a little something for everybody who wants to get away. How big is Island County? And I ask you that, Sig, because when I think of Island County, it seems like it's a gateway to so much that you can enjoy if natural sports, if the sense of adventure in the wilds appeals mm-hmm. to you, whether it's skiing, whether it's hiking, whether it's biking, all of that is there. And you can use, unless I'm mistaken, I think you can use Camano Island in Island County as rather like a base camp. Well, absolutely. From here, we, we branch out. Marjorie and I will head off to La Conner, which is a gorgeous uh, little bedroom community right on the water uh, in La Conner, Washington. And you go up to Anacortes, a little bigger city. Uh, you can uh, charter boats out of there, which we did just about a month and a half ago. We chartered a boat out of there for salmon fishing. Um, as you go around uh, to the left, you get onto Whidbey Island, one of the, I think it's the largest island in uh, the west of the Mississippi. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I don't know all the statistics, but it is a monster island. They've got everything on there, including the Naval Air Station. But there we've been on there many times. But getting there, that's the beauty. You go through Deception Pass. You go to Rosario Beach. There's these, these, these gems out there where you just, yeah, you really sit back in awe there. Um, you know, we have here at our home, it's, it's daily. We have eagles flying by I me. Mean, I'm sitting on my deck. And many times i just sitting there having my coffee in the morning and an eagle just comes right by my i mean within 10 feet of my face you know just flying by doing what they do and then they go up in the trees we have that many times and then of course from my deck i can look out and we're not on the water we're back up in the hill but you can look and see the whales they have whale watching boats out here um and so we actually see the whales coming up through the passage uh it's just I don't know. I, and again, I, I didn't know anything about Camino Islands. Two and a half years ago, I, I knew nothing about it. That's a tremendous moment for you. I mean, it's a real eye-opener, isn't it? It is. It really is. I, I was standing out here. The, I, I may have shared this with you. I'll share it with the audience. I was standing out on my little one-way road, and the, the, I don't know, the stars were out. It was really peaceful that, that evening and, and warm, and I thought, my goodness, I'm you know so fortunate, blessed really to be here. This is home for me, and I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. I don't. There's nowhere else that I want to live. Do I want to travel? Yes, I love traveling, but I also my home, my roots are now here on uh, Camino Island. I was talking, believe it or not, about your neck of the woods. If your ears were burning, that was me talking oh. to my dentist during a dental visit. This was about a year ago. And I told him that I had lived for just over 20 years in the Seattle area in various places. And he said, how far is it from Seattle to where they have the Tulip Festival? And I said, well, considering time and traffic, you're a ways away. But the Tulip Festival is a wonderful thing. People from Seattle and even south of Seattle and far east of Seattle will still make time to go to the Tulip Festival because it is so gorgeous. It's just not to be missed if you're in the region. If you're in Camano Island, I told my dentist, if you're there, 
check out Kamano Island. You may even go as far as Whidbey Island, but if you're on Kamano Island, you have the opportunity to enjoy all that that affords. And at the same time, you aren't too far removed from where they have the Tulip Festival. Tell our listeners a bit about that, getting there, what that's like. You talked about a brilliant array of color year by COVID, but we still made the drive. And it's about, from our house, because we live on the northwest part of the island, it's about 40 minutes. You know, there's time to get off the island and then get up to La Conner, but uh, Mount Vernon area. When you get up there, uh, we were just in the midst, in 35, 40 minutes, not even, we were in the midst of the tulips. And I mean, it was spectacular. We had the yellows and the reds and the purples and the. I was just like, what is going on? And just everywhere. And you drive. I mean, you drive right through and 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 see these beautiful fields. Uh, and so it's still going even without the festival. Now you add the festival on top of it, and you have just. I mean, restaurants and you have uh, bike biking is going on. If you're a biking person, there's all kinds of people coming on their bikes and going uh, by the fields and it's just tremendous and the weather too I mean if it's cooperating like it is right now wow you, you can't you can't beat it it's it's spectacular it is uniquely beautiful and I would specify that we're not talking about Island County at that point though you wouldn't want to miss that it, as I say it's a great base camp as it were you're talking when we come to the tulips and the great restaurants around there the great open fields we're talking about Skagit Valley yes that's correct Island County which you asked me about a little earlier asked me how big it was I would put a you know Whidbey Island of course uh, Camano Island and then up into the San Juans into that uh, Island County uh, and the San Juans are, as you know, is a pretty uh, spread out area, which uh, mostly we've been up with the ferry, and uh, it's easy to take. We get on to uh, go to Anacortes, and just that's a, that's a really nice day trip. Uh, Marjorie and I did that last year, where we just hopped on the ferry, uh, walked on, is what I mean, without our car, and then it took us up to Friday Harbor, and we had a wonderful lunch, sitting on the by the marina, and then you know went into town, looked around, got back. Back out, got on the boat, came home, and that made a day of it. And so we were up in the San Juans, and it was just a day trip. But it was just a, a wonderful outing, and it didn't take, you know, it didn't take days. It was just something you can do on, in a, on a day trip. A day trip where you can take several days because I heard you mention Mount Baker. That's something I've done, Sig. My partner, Suzanne, yeah. and I went up to Mount Baker, and they have a national forest there. If you're staying in the Bellingham area, now you're on your way to B.C. Bellingham is an urban area with its own identity yeah. north of Island County. But when you split off from Bellingham, you get to the Mount Baker area. Beautiful national forest land. They've got waterfalls, tremendous hiking, just gorgeous. And that imposing, majestic mountain it's it, it, you know what maybe you don't get such great cell service when you're there but you're trying to get away from it all right, right. so when you go to mount baker that is a place that i would recommend to anyone because if you are able to go out get into nature and do your hiking then you're going to be treated to something that is really if anything a bit underrated given all that the Pacific Northwest and Washington and Western Washington have to offer. But if you get that far north, I tell people don't skip Mount Baker. 
Right, exactly. And don't skip the North Cascades Highway, which is Highway 20, which goes east and to right into eastern Washington and has beautiful, I mean, those mountains up there, the Northern Cascades, and, and, and uh, it's just, uh, talk about hiking trails. If you're into any, or even if you're biking, uh, those, that Highway 20 uh, east of, going east is tremendous also. One of the things that I hope to do, and I think a lot of people have this on their bucket list, is to start from someplace like Camino Island. You can go on the water to the San Juans, Friday Harbor, beautiful. You can go inland, you hit I-5. It will take you all the way to a little town called Blaine, Washington. And the northern limit, the boundary of Blaine, Washington, is the Canadian border at the Peace Arch. So you yeah. can make a whole adventure out of all this, and it seems inexhaustible with all of the recreational and historical opportunities for exploration. Yeah, absolutely, and right to the left of that is a, is a place that Marjorie and I like to camp in, and it's called Birch Bay. And uh, from Birch Bay, we were staying at a park. You could look right across the water to the Canadian side and see uh, all the all the beaches over there on the Canadian side. So, uh, yeah, you have all that also. And, and when the when the borders open, crossing over, not a problem. And you're up in the, in, the, in uh, going up to Vancouver area in Canada. Oh, it's just yeah, there's. <laughs> There's a lot to offer, and it's not that far. You know, when you're in Camino Island, to get up to uh, to the Canadian border, you're there in an hour and 20, easily. And that's not bad. So it, the highway opens up before you. You can see the peace arch on the horizon at some point, especially when you get close to, to Blaine. If you want to stay on the American side, uh, would some would say a bit more affordably, Blaine, Washington is definitely worth checking out. And that's near the bay. It's a lovely little village community in its own right. And then if you're really starving for traffic, just cross the border, give yourself about an hour and you're in Vancouver. You can have all the traffic you want. Yeah, yeah, and you have the large, I mean, the huge city with the cruise ships and the airports and the whole, I mean, there's a lot there, of course. And Marjorie and I have gone up there and gone all the way up to Whistler, B.C., So, uh, which is, a, as you know, is one of the spectacular uh, skiing resorts. So, it yeah, is. all this is, a, you know, that's why we, I have to tell you that moved up here, as I never really thought about it as much uh, because I was always at the South Sound. But uh, since we moved up here it's really opened up my eyes to so much more it really has Siegfried Hess thank you so much for giving us that little mental tour I can't wait for us to meet up again my friend give my best to Marjorie and give my best to the good folks in Island County Washington well thank you very much it was a real pleasure talking to you today and all the best to all your listeners Sig Hess everybody before we leave a quick word have you ever wanted to know what the weather will be for your next road trip? Drive Weather is a new app that shows the forecast for your route. It's incredibly simple to use, and it's available on Apple and Android. Drive Weather. Download it now for a safer road trip wherever you go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Along with Thomas and Becky Rapp, co-founders of American Road Magazine, we remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue of American Road. Until next week, dream well, and of course, drive safely on the American Road. <laughs> <laughs>